This is Age of Treason Radio. On the White Network. Daddy always smiled, took me by the hand, saying someday you'll understand. Well, I'm here to tell you now that you're never mother's son. You better like it fast, you better like it young, cause someday it never comes. With your host, Tan Stoffel. Game over, death squads, and other lies. This will be more about Ann Coulter's recent rhetoric about immigration, and specifically focusing on her appearance at CPAC two weeks ago. It was in a debate, an homage to William F. Buckley's firing line, that she appeared, and we should keep in mind that uh, William F. Buckley is the man who helped drum any conservative who opposed the Jews out of conservatism. And so what we're left with today is a conservatism that doesn't dare challenge the Jews on any point, doesn't even mention them, except to praise them. The debate was between the supposed conservative Ann Coulter and a liberal that she picked named Mickey Kaus, a Jew. Now, a reminder, I want to inject here a reminder uh, and confirmation of what I mentioned the last time, that it's about race and it's about non-white versus white. There was a story in the Washington Times published on the 13th of March titled College Group's Diversity Event Cancelled After Excluding White People, an event meant to celebrate diversity and combat racism. Notice there, those are two opposites there, diversity and racism at a Washington State Community College has been canceled after a flyer emailed to guests said white people weren't invited. Diversity and Equity Center staffer Karama Blackhorn helped write the invitation and said she stands by her opinion that staff members of color would have a more honest discussion about race without white people there. When trying to explicitly talk about race, it can be really difficult, a really difficult conversation for a lot of people, she told the station. That space is not for white people. That space is for people of color. So you notice there, again, to the people of color and whites, different and opposite. So this uh, debate, discussion that Ann Coulter had with Mickey Kaus was about uh, 30 minutes long. And there is a YouTube video that includes uh, uh, camera of the uh, event as, as well as the audio and I'm going to play some clips uh, from that debate it was about uh, six minutes in before Mickey Kaus said something that I think uh, set the tone for the whole discussion really and here it is the Republican leadership still presses ahead for amnesty including John Boehner in the house and I don't I don't understand why I mean Democrats have a perfectly good reason to be for amnesty, which is craven ethnic pandering that's going to ensure our power <laughs> for the next few generations. 
But what's the Republican excuse? So that's the tone of it. Uh, Kaus is actually pretty upfront as to what it is, that it's race. And uh, he's a little less upfront about who, <laughs> uh, who and whom are the, on the two sides. And uh, Kaus, uh, Coulter's only response is that really hideous forced laughter of hers, that uncomfortable laugh. She doesn't really have an answer to why the Republican leadership is betraying its own base. Well, it's the same reason I'll answer it. It's the same reason that Couch Kaus provided that the Democrats do what they do, that it's for ethnic racial reasons. And I think it's that something that Kaus realizes. I mean, he's playing stupid there as if he doesn't understand who the Republican leadership answers to. Uh, and Coulter, too, probably realizes it as well. But um, this is endemic to not only the politics of today, but the, the discourse around the politics of today, uh, that even these pundits who aren't politicians themselves, who are really just providing analysis to the po politics and the politicians' criticisms, don't actually offer any real criticism. It's very superficial. So the next clip I have, uh, Kaus, again, several minutes later, has to call attention back to how the Republican leaders and their policies are betraying their own base. We'll only fund health care to three times poverty, not four times poverty. <laughs> None of that will do will do good that in any way compensates for the negative effect of amnesty on the wages of unskilled and poor Americans. So Paul Ryan says he's going to lift them up, but he's pushing them down with the other hand. Right. Uh, wh what is it with your party that's that's fallen? The Republican voters don't like it. Look right. what happened to Marco Rubio when he endorsed amnesty. All he went down in the polls. Why does the Republican Party persist in this suicidal rush? It's it's baffling. It's one of those questions like how high is up, why they keep doing this. I mean, part of it is you do not hear the truth about immigration or amnesty any place in the media. You can hear, I mean, I guess on some of the blogs, I, there is no issue that is of as much importance to America and Americans that is so hidden from public view as immigration. I mean, you're talking about who votes. So there... Kaus touches on the fact that it's not about economics. It's not profitable to poor Americans, and it's not even profitable to Americans on the whole. It's actually bankrupting America, what they're doing with immigration. And contrary to what Kaus implies there, it's not suicide either. It's more akin to genocide. Genocide is the closer, better, more descriptive word. Contrary to Coulter, it's not baffling either. Now, she mentions the media. She doesn't mention, although she must well know it, that it's a Judaized media. It's a Jewish media. It's a, the Jews' media, really, to put it simply. It's the same Jewish media that last winter openly debated for months whether Chuck Hagel would be the best choice for U.S. Secretary of Defense from the point of view of what's best for Israelis. It's the same Jewish media that last April, before they knew anything else, hoped that the Boston bomber was a white Christian. It's the same Jewish media that last May, Joe Biden was praising 
for altering public opinion, promoting immigration, civil rights, feminism, and gay marriage. It's the same Jewish media that just this past February flipped their lids and condemned Tom Perkins for having the audacity to equate the merely rich 1% to the Jews. It's about the Jews. Many of these same moguls who control this Jewish media also have enormous political power. They fund both political parties. Now, the next clip, Coulter, again, tries to grapple unsuccessfully with why the Republicans are doing this, why the Republican leadership is doing this. And the country does become California. Why Republicans are rushing headlong into this? Some of it is cowardice. Um, they feel like we lost the last election and, oh, please, Hispanics, will you vote for me? Will you vote for me? Well, you know, look at the polls. Hispanics don't care about amnesty. As Mickey just said, who gets hurt by bringing in more low-wage workers? The million you brought in last year and the year before and the year before. I mean, my whole life I've heard Republicans hate black people. I've never seen any evidence of it until I read Marco Rubio's, Rubio's amnesty bill. We are the party that has always stood up for African Americans. Who gets hurt the most by amnesty, by continuing these immigration policies? It is low-wage workers. It is Hispanics. It is blacks. And the fact that Republicans don't understand that, can't grasp it, you say Rubio was hurt by it. It wasn't just Rubio. McCain, Bush, as you've written in your blog, it's, it's like a zombie amnesty. We can't kill it. They keep going back to it. And my assumption is it's, it's, it's the lobbyists. And it may not be the congressmen and the senators themselves who want the job lobbying, but I think their staff does. Well, here's Ann Coulter resorting to the same odd symmetry or odd asymmetry that she, that I mentioned the last time that she's talked about. Apparently, she feels comfortable enough talking about race when it's blacks or Latinos, blacks or Hispanics that she's advocating in favor of. But what's odd about that is that the Republican Party doesn't really get the votes of blacks or Hispanics. It gets the votes of white people. And she knows that as a political pundit, she knows that the base of the Republican votes is white. So why won't she argue in terms of white? Why does she argue in terms of what's best for blacks and Hispanics? Her explanation of who is doing this or why it's being done, that it's lobbyists that are doing this and or that it's the staffers of the senators and uh, congressmen that are actually telling their congressmen and senators wh how, what to do because they want jobs as lobbyists is ridiculous. The senators and the congressmen don't answer to the voters, but they don't answer to their staffers either. Their true constituency, the people they answer to, are the people who control whether or not they get elected, whether they stay in office once they are elected. And that depends on favorable coverage in the media, that media that's owned by the Jews that I was just talking about. Those senators and congressmen answer to a combination of that media and the money that they get, the prestige from being in that office. 
even those who feel some affinity for or loyalty to their white voters won't express it. I mean, here we have an unelected pundit, Ann Coulter. It's white people who buy her books. And she's got a secure income from those books, and yet she won't openly express her affinity for or loyalty to white people. I suspect she has one, but she doesn't feel it strong enough to actually say it out loud. Now, at about 16 minutes into the debate or the discussion, Mickey Kaus lays a trap. That's the difference between the amnesty debate and the tax debate is taxes. We can always raise them later or lower them later if we don't like it. Amnesty, there's no do-overs. Once you let people in, they're here. Yeah. That's why it's more important than Obamacare. Uh, not yeah. It's not game over. And immigration is not impossible to undo. This is Cow saying something that's true, but he's mixing it. He's, he's sugarcoating the poison. It's true that an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure, and that's the sense in which what he's saying is true. But it doesn't mean that once they're here, you can't get rid of them. That's the old liberal leftist trick of their policies, once they get them in place, are like a one-way ratchet. They can't be turned back. You can't turn back the clock is one of their favorite uh, statements. And here we see why it works, because you've got the supposed conservative, the supposed opponent, Coulter, agrees with him and concedes that ground. Yep, there's nothing we can do once it's done. Now, in the next clip, which comes shortly afterward, Coulter goes and blames insanity. It, she actually plays the insanity defense for the Democrats. And uh, Kaus, again, has to remind her of the racial uh, reality behind it all. Harry Reid called the anchor baby law or ruling insanity. Of course it's insanity. So, yeah, there were some good Democrats, but now I guess they just think, Oh, screw the country, screw low-wage workers. We want our 30 million voters. And it's the triumph of ethnic uh, politics over economic politics. As an old Marxist, <laughs> I remember the time in the 60s when people came in and said, no, it's not the proletariat that counts. It's the fact that we're black or Hispanic. And we said, you're crazy. We're Marxists. All workers are the same. It doesn't matter which <laughs> color they are. But, they, but they've won. They've won. They, they, they've taken over the Democratic Party. Yeah, who's they? It's the Jews. The Jews have also taken over the Republican Party. It doesn't mean they've won. It means they've taken over both political parties and they own the media as well. If uh, white people would talk about that and realize it and start to struggle against that rather than struggle against each other as liberals and conservatives and keep falling for this nonsense, then we might actually make some progress against it. Now, Kaus talks openly about his own Marxist past, and it was the Jews in, that were the Marxists in the 1960s. That's who he's talking about, although he keeps that uh, quiet. I don't believe that the Jews on either side cared about either the workers on the side that he says he was on or the other ones that cared about blacks or Hispanics. I don't believe that at all. I don't uh fall for that nonsense. I think they cared about themselves. They cared about what kind of environment they wanted to create that would be best for the Jews. 
that's part of uh, Kaus's uh, lie. He lies by, om- by omission, not mentioning that it's the Jews, and uh, lies about what actually it was that motivated them. But at least he's closer to the truth. Uh, Coulter tries to pretend that she cares or that Republicans should care about blacks and Hispanics, like the Democrats supposedly do. Uh, but Kaus at least admits that it's about race, that it's about anti-white animus. I mean, he doesn't mention it in those terms, but that's really what's behind it. And Kaus actually shoves it in Coulter's face, and all Coulter can do is laugh lamely in response. Again, Kaus definitely knows that it was Jews who were doing this, and Coulter probably suspects, if not knows also. She's just afraid to face it. And the next clip is uh, prompted by a question to Coulter of, who's your pick for 2016? And in response to this, Coulter launches into a long, incoherent rant that I think it's worth uh, hearing this whole thing just to get us a flavor for uh, the, how the debate went as a whole. It's a little over three minutes long. But no, look, I mean, Obama is trying to do everything he can. It's not it's not elected Republicans. It's it's the American people who are stopping Republicans. And I think that's probably the best hope for our candidates, because, again, there's no to, to quote Mickey Cows. I used to think it was all everything was about sex. Now I realize everything is about immigration. It is. It determines every single other issue. And. Of course, that's how we've got to pick our presidential nominee. And just, you know, a little footnote, that's why Mitt Romney was my favorite candidate. He was the most aggressive on immigration. He was, and and in a way that is, was very appealing. Um, I mean, in that first debate, he had one of the best answers. If I had had two weeks to write an answer, and it was, do you, for illegal immigrants, do you want to, you know, give them driver's licenses and say tuition? Well, half the Republicans on stage had already done that. Um, and Mitt Romney said, no, I will appeal to Hispanics the way Republicans always have. Um, we're offering freedom and liberty and a chance at a better life for you and your children. And any Hispanics who are here for a handout aren't voting for Republicans anyway. It was a beautiful and perfect answer. Um, I, I mean, they made fun of self-deportation, which I never really understood, except that I think liberals and the media have a capacity. They could turn the phrase apple pie into, ooh, ooh, he said apple pie. Um, but, you know, of course, that's our solution to immigration, which is why you can't believe these fake polls on, oh, m- most Americans support a path to legalization. That's because I-, I look up every one of these polls, and the question is always, do you want to, you only have this binary question, two options, do you want to round up illegal immigrants at gunpoint, put them on buses, um, send them home, ripping, ripping children from grandmothers, or... Would you like to put them on a path to legalization where they have to learn English and take lessons in patriotism and pay back taxes, of which there are none? They'd be getting money back under the earned income tax credit. Um, but no, look, there's no politician in Washington who's suggesting rounding anybody up. We didn't round them up to get them here. We're not going to round them up to get them home. We just enforce E-Verify when the jobs dry up and, oh, say, college tuition subsidized by the taxpayers. And now, as we know, 
please, every conservative, remember this, what Joe Wilson got in trouble for. And everyone was hysterical over Representative Joe Wilson at President Obama's State of the Union address when he yelled out, you lie. It was because Republicans had been fighting for two weeks with the Democrats to exclude illegal immigrants from getting Obamacare. And Obama stood up at the State of the Union and said that absolutely no illegal immigrants will be able to get Obamacare. And in a moment of, of passion and rage, Joe Wilson yelled out, you lie. Well, we found out this week Joe Wilson was right. Obama was lying. He has now announced, he's announced to illegal aliens, yes, please sign up for Obamacare. This will not be used to deport you. So that's Ann Coulter in her typical fast talk mode, like a snake oil salesman. She's articulate, which is why she's popular, why she is able to get people to listen to her rhetoric. But if you pay any scrutiny to her rhetoric, you can see that it's uh, largely nonsensical. She knows that the Republican leadership is betraying its white voter base. Uh, she can't really explain it because she won't talk about the Jews. She won't confront race. She won't even confront that it's really a white voting base that's being betrayed. And she wants people... She wants this white base to vote for Republicans, but can't really explain why they should. She can't give a coherent reason why. She even admits that they'll betray the white base on this issue. And it's the, an issue which she herself acknowledges is the most important issue. On that, I don't think she's lying. I think she's uh, told the truth about that. In the middle of that um, rant, she gives a glimpse, uh, an overview of, of just how weak of a line the Republicans actually have on immigration. There's no real requirements that they demand. English, learning English, they're going to learn it anyway if they want to have any measure of success in the country, like anyone would that moves to any country. Uh, patriotism, you can't teach them patriotism. You can't teach them to be loyal to a, a to another country. They're, they're loyal to the country and the people that they already belong to. And even she jokes about the back taxes, that, that there's going to be any money coming from these people, these immigrants. It, it's, uh, even she realizes that that's ridiculous. And there's not going to be any forced deportation, she says, even according to the Republicans, even if the Republicans get what they want. They just want to cut off the jobs and the benefits and rely on voluntary deportation. It's deluded at this point to act as if this is going to fix anything. It's what Enoch Powell was suggesting in Britain in 1968, 46 years ago. But there's no way that at this point it would suffice to fix the problem. These people, they came to the country illegally for the most part, and the ones that came legally, the Republicans won't even talk about uh, forcing to go back. Now, when they came illegally, they weren't forced. She, she refers to that at one point, how they actually knew they were breaking the law and went to great lengths to, to get into the country. So few of them can be expected to go home unless they're actively forced. That's just the reality of it. And she correctly notes the bias in the polling, but that's just the media again uh, and the bias in the media, which is a Jewish bias in favor of amnesty. And she talks about this idea of rounding them up at gunpoint which she doesn't acknowledge is an allusion to 
the Jewish Holocaust narrative. And she correctly notes that politicians, including the president of the United States at the very tippity top, are lying about their intentions regarding immigration and amnesty, as we've seen over and over again with them. Now, uh, this last clip that I have is from the conclusion of the debate. Coulter gets the last word, and it's incoherent again. It's it's much shorter, uh, but this is where she says the makes the most controversial statement. I mean, obviously, I'm disappointed in Republicans. The only thing that matters more is immigration. Immigration is forever. It is game over when that happens. Oh, and by the way, every Republican voted against Obamacare. So there's no trying to figure out, is he going to vote against Obamacare? I mean, some are better than than others. Um, I don't really like hearing him say, we're going to keep the good parts of Obamacare. (laughs) What is that? Um, but, but amnesty is forever, and I think, well, you gotta vote for the Republicans one more time and just make it clear, but if you pass amnesty, that's it, it's over, then we organize the death squads for the people who wrecked America. So there we have again the incoherence of, of, uh, of her stated beliefs. She acknowledges and understands, as Mickey Kaus does as well, the critical importance of immigration and how it impacts everything else. And why does it impact everything else? Because it's the people that matter more than anything else. And she realizes that, that the quality of the people is what dictates the success or failure of the country. And in the case of the United States, the homogeneity of the white population has been shattered and is now being flooded, really, by non-whites. That that's who's destroying um and that's how it's being destroyed. And, and as far as the who is destroying it, it's the Jews who, who uh, Coulter won't won't face. Now, she makes she goes as far as making incendiary references to death squads. And I can't help but think that that's just. Um, look at me, look at me. It's it's hype. She uh, I'd like to believe that she believes it's that serious that she uses such uh, language. But I can't. From everything else that she says, she doesn't take this seriously at all. It's sarcasm, that forced, hideous laughter of hers when confronted by Mickey Kaus with the reality that it's race, with the reality that it's anti-white, that that's what the motive is. She won't face it. And the interesting thing about this debate and her statement, as incendiary as, as she tried to make it, is that hardly anybody seems to be paying attention. I only found a handful of references to this uh, debate in the news, and it seems to have um, disappeared very quickly. They're not talking about it anymore. You know, Ann Coulter's perfect, beautiful answer, uh, what she cited as uh, Romney's answer to immigration, and the Republican Party's hardest answer to, to the ones who don't want to let them all stay and give them amnesty is to offer freedom and a better life to Hispanics and to all the other immigrants who are here. And that's just as sure to destroy America, destroy the country, uh, as anything else. That That's cause for death squads, according to her. But she doesn't really take it, her own rhetoric. Uh, seriously, she returns again and again to votes, even though she realizes and she's made it clear that she realizes that it's not about 
votes. Uh, the Latinos don't want, the, the Hispanics don't want amnesty. Uh, I think that they, the ones who are already here, they do get the sense that it's not in their best interest. Uh, and they don't, they hardly vote anyway. I mean, as a, uh, as a group, their turnout is very, very low, especially if they're illegal. They're not allowed to vote. Uh, she gets closest to the truth when she mentions the lobbyists, but even that's, uh, still far from the truth. It's actually Mickey Kaus, the Jew, who keeps pulling her back to the perfidy of the Republican leadership and back to race, which is much closer to the truth. And the truth is that the push for mass immigration is motivated by racial animus against whites. It's the racial animus of the blacks and Hispanics, but they don't really have the political power to express that animus. It's the Jews that control the media and that own both parties and who the leadership of both parties answers to. The liberal Marxist Jew was more honest than the conservative Ann Coulter. And that's the general truth, is that liberals are more honest about the fact that it's about race and that they're motivated by race. And it's the conservatives that are running away from it.